The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. Your New York Giants have four training camp practices in the books at this point and we're beginning to be able to see some of the rookies standing out we're going to we're beginning to be able to see exactly where some of the position battles are and which players are included in those position battles let's uh, focus on the rookies for a couple of minutes here those of you who read bigblueview.com on a regular basis probably saw my feature on wide receiver Jalen Hyatt, 2023 third-round pick, player the Giants traded up for in the draft this spring. Had a chance to uh, to chat with Hyatt on uh, Thursday at, uh, at the Giants facility last week, and hopefully you guys enjoy my feature on him. Coming up here a little bit later in the show, we'll play some of the audio from that interview, which was a group interview done with... Uh, with a handful of other uh, members of the New York, New Jersey area media. So uh, when you listen to that, you'll hear several voices asking Hyatt questions. But I thought that the the audio was worth a listen. So we'll play that for you guys in a little bit. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the rookies who who have impressed. Hyatt being the first and foremost among those. Third round pick out of Tennessee offense that is very, very different than your standard NFL offense. Pretty big adjustment in terms of route running, in terms of of what he's going to see in the NFL from what he saw at Tennessee for Hyatt. Had a really, really quiet spring, but Hyatt in the last couple of practices has really begun to come on. Thursday, I think, was the first time that Hyatt got reps with the first team with Daniel Jones was pretty quiet on Thursday, but on uh, on Saturday evening when uh, when Hyatt was on the field, he uh, he made several plays, had uh, several catches, a couple of really really impressive reps, caught a deep ball from Tyrod Taylor, ran away from Dane Belton, so we're beginning to see Jalen Hyatt begin to emerge, begin to develop. I still want to pump the brakes on expectations for Hyatt as a rookie. Still a lot for him to learn, a lot for him to process. He admitted to me, you know, he's still learning the offense. He's still gaining the trust of of quarterback Daniel Jones. 
long way to go. A lot of guys in front of him at this point on the Giants depth depth chart, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, you know, probably some other guys, maybe Sterling Shepard. We'll have to see how it all plays out. Maybe Wandale Robinson, if and when Robinson comes back from, from his 2022 torn ACL. Maybe Colin Johnson, who is having another good uh, good summer as he bids for a roster spot. But a lot of uh, a lot of depth at that wide receiver spot for the Giants. Cole Beasley is another name who's probably going to be uh, making the Giants' 53-man roster. We'll see how all of that shakes out, as the Giants have said this before. The Giants seem to have more wide receivers than they can possibly keep. More wide receivers who are are quality NFL wide receivers, I should say, guys who belong on NFL rosters, and and that's a good problem for Brian Dayball and Joe Shane to have. But it's going to mean that that some guys get cut who likely will wind up helping other NFL teams. Jalen Hyatt's not getting cut, but it but the depth that the Giants have is simply going to perhaps limit his opportunities as a rookie in 2023. But Hyatt has been impressive over the last couple of practices, beginning to show what the Giants saw in him and what made them trade up to get him in the third round of the draft. Another rookie who's been impressive recently is sixth-round pick cornerback Trey Hawkins the third out of Old Dominion. It's... You never have tremendous expectations for guys who are day three picks. These are our wild cards. They're flyers. They're guys who are obviously flawed players or guys who fell to the third day of the draft for a reason. Trey Hawkins, obviously a guy who played at Old Dominion, smaller school, didn't get a lot of attention, but this is a guy with intriguing physical tools. The Giants list him at 6'3", 195, guy that played a lot of man coverage in college, which obviously is a thing that that Giants defensive coordinator Wink Martindale really prefers in his pressure-heavy, blitz-heavy defensive system. He needs guys who can uh, who can play man coverage Hawkins has had some really, really good reps. I watched him uh, have a really good rep the other day where he pretty much boxed out Bryce Ford Wheaton, another undrafted free agent, and uh, picked off a pass from Tyrod Taylor. Had some really good reps uh, the last couple days against Jalen Hyatt as well. Guy who, not only myself, but you read pretty much any of the the media members who have been covering a training camp on a regular basis and pretty much everyone at this point is pointing out that Trey Hawkins is a guy who's been standing out. So player to watch as the Giants set their depth chart at cornerback behind Adoree Jackson and first round pick Tay Banks, who is uh, who who will be the starter opposite Jackson unless he simply loses the job, unless he shows that he's just not up to it. Uh, Banks has had. Uh, He's had his moments during during camp the first few days, but uh, if you if you watch the video clips, you know from the Giants that other people have posted on the internet, you see that he's been beaten a couple of times as well. So ups and downs for Banks, 
but I do expect him to be the uh, the week one starter at the at the corner opposite of Dory Jackson. We haven't really really gotten a chance to uh, to see the second round pick John Michael Schmitz yet. Pads haven't come on. Uh, the same goes for. Uh, for running back Eric Gray just hasn't been, you know, the Giants haven't done a whole lot of running this to this point until pads come on, until it really starts to get physical in camp. This is really not a whole lot more than a seven on seven passing camp. There is some 11 on 11, but, but even that offensive line work isn't, you know, full 100%, um, physical because they're just uh, they're maybe wearing shells but uh, but but they have to be careful about the physicality there's not a lot of running and even the running that you do see it's hard to judge what's real and what isn't because there's no tackling there isn't even any thud tackling going on so it's really hard to judge but we'll get a better look at Eric Gray and at uh at second round pick John Michael Schmitz here beginning Tuesday when the pads come on. I know everybody's really looking forward to uh, to watching John Michael Schmitz, uh, especially if we get some one-on-one reps between Schmitz and, and Giants All-Pro nose tackle Dexter Lawrence. I know that everyone will be, uh, will be anxiously awaiting uh, the, the results of, of what happens uh, and how well Schmitz accounts or take or counts himself uh, when those reps take place so we'll, we'll see over the next couple days what happens all right Giants fans let's uh let's get to the interview that I did with rookie wide receiver Jalen Hyatt before uh and after that interview we'll come back we'll have a couple more thoughts to uh, to wrap up the show but right now let's uh Let's get to my uh, to, to the interview with Jalen Hyatt. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How big is the learning curve for you here? Uh, learning curve, I think for me, it's just getting comfortable. You know, getting comfortable, learning my teammates, learning Daniel, uh, learning what he wants me to do. Um, you know, I want to get open for him. You know, you want to be on the same page with your quarterback. So that was the biggest thing I want to do this offseason was just get with him 24-7, uh, learn how he throws, where he throws the ball, because all those, all those matter. You know, all that matters, especially when you get in the game. You got a couple of reps with the ones yes, today. Sir. I think that's the first time I've seen that either spring or training camp. How nice is that to uh, to get those? Yeah, you know, you got to take advantage of your opportunities. And, uh, you know, with Coach Grove put me in there, put me in the fire. And just being in the ones, I think for me, I'm just going to treat it whatever. Wherever I'm at, twos, threes, doesn't matter. I'm going to go out there and compete. And that's the biggest thing. That's what I've always been doing, you know, throughout my career. So uh, whenever I get the opportunity, I want to make the best that, of it. That segues to this. Do you, do you wonder how you're going to fit into this offense? and? Where you are right now in terms of, you know, yeah. um, one, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, right now it's early. It's early. You know, and only that we have a lot of vets in that room. You know, a lot of guys that I look up to. And, uh, you know, for me, it's just getting comfortable. I think that's the biggest thing. But at the same time, I'm always taking advantage of my opportunities. Did, did you, have you, and I know he's only been here a couple of days, but have you picked Beasley's brain at all? Because, I mean, you 
you could conceivably be in that slot. And he's yeah, yeah. You know, um, we're all, we're all brothers at the end of the day. Um, and you know, for us, we're all going to compete. We're all going to go out there and give our all. Um, you know, for me, just learning the offense, learning where they want me at. Uh, I play a lot of different positions here, so uh, just learning everything. And you know, when, when my name is called, I'm gonna be ready. This team has not been a big play offense. Do you see with all the people around you that has that potential? Yeah, you know, we have a lot of guys that can, you know, do that. But I think that's one of the things that I'm very good at is that, you know, big play ability. So uh, not only that, just what Coach Calf has done uh, with his offense and putting me in the right positions to go make plays. And that's what I want to do here. Are big plays simply throwing the ball down the field, or is it a matter of everybody executing? Yeah, yeah, definitely executing. Definitely executing. Everybody got to be on the same page. I think for big plays is, you know, run out the catch. I think that's another thing. You know, when you catch the ball, what do you do with it? You know, do you just go down for you get a first down, third? We want to score. You know, every time I catch that ball, I want to score. You know, that's what I look for. So, definitely different big plays. Pads haven't gone on yet. Can you tell a difference between this level and the – and the college level, and if so, how? What, what do you? Um, you know, the good thing about where I came from was SEC, so um, you know you're going to see the best of the best. But you know, you come up here, that's when it's a whole other level. You know, you got guys that have done it for a while, and you got guys that are vets. The guys have had a whole bunch of experience, and um, you know, I'm young, you know, and unexperienced. So um, you know, I think the biggest difference for me is you know, it's a grown man in this league, and uh, you know, for me, just competing, you know, doing the best I can do, best of my ability, and just go make plays. Speaking of uh, you know. Grown men and, and reps with the ones. Did Adore get you on that first rep? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, like I said, Adore. You know, obviously, you know, as you know, first start starting quarter uh, cornerback. You know, obviously made plays in his career. Uh, I think for me, when I see Adore or any guy that lines up that has experience, man. It, it makes me better, you know, whatever it is, even if it's a loss or a win, you know, it makes me better. So, you know, when you get out in the real world, in the real game, uh, you're ready for opportunities. So, you know, whatever it is, you know, I wouldn't say he did, but um, like I said, he's always going to get me sometimes, and I'm going to get him sometimes. So just that com that competitive nature, you know, from him and me, it just makes the best of it. Who's the best corner you're facing in college? In college, um, <clears throat> I'd probably go with, uh, you know, I think Cam Smith was a, was a good corner for South Carolina. Uh, I knew him for a while. He's from South Carolina. So uh, kind of played against him for a while. So, um, you know, we always compete. You know, we're always competing. We've never been on the same team ever. So it was always me and him competing. So I have a lot of respect for him. But, um, you know, he's with the Dolphins now. So, uh, you know, we'll see them soon. Um, so I just can't wait for that next You're, opportunity. You ever match up with Tay in a game? Uh, never. I never met. He's in, he played at Maryland, so uh, we never played Maryland. Or uh, even here, you know, I hadn't really competed against him. But, you know, sometimes, you know, when it's the off season, we win against each other, you know, closed doors, just trying to get each other better, you know, how he does mirror my routes or how I'm trying to get off his release or with his press. So um, he's a great player, uh, one of my brothers, you know, one of the guys I got close with here So from that class. So I have a lot of respect for him. What was it like lining up and seeing teams see you for the first time and them trying to figure out like what on earth they were going to do to try to fix it? Say that question one more time. You guys took so many people by surprise last year. I'm sure a lot of secondaries were in a little bit of chaos, especially those first few weeks. What was that like as a wide receiver to see that? Yeah. Is that uh, a lot of confidence? You know, my sophomore year, I didn't really uh, produce like the way I did my junior year. Um, and that offseason going into my junior year uh, was big for me. I gained weight, got more confident, got stronger, uh, routes got better. Uh, I was more decisive, uh, better with my hands, catching the ball. 
So really, my junior year, I was a whole completely different player. So yeah. when I was going out there, I think that's what shocked me by surprise, you know, going from that sophomore year and what they seen on tape to that junior year when I came out different. Uh, I just did everything different in the offseason. When you have that much space, it's not, is it not as much about a route tree because you, you're doing a ton of different stuff in that sort of area, right? Yeah. So you're almost developing your own route tree. Exactly. Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, especially when they're off and, you know, when they're playing five or seven yards or ten yards deep, uh, you know, sometimes it, it can make it harder. You know, sometimes you want press more than you want, you know, off coverage. Uh, because press is in your face and, you know, you beat him off the line, you got him. You know, when he's 10 yards off, he can mirror you from that distance. And especially when you have slants or digs or anything that's, like, in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's make it, it makes it a little easier for him. But I think when they were off, a lot of teams played us off when they played against us. Um, so it kind of taught me how to, you know, move people off their line, how to move people, you know, if I'm going in, how to move them out. You know, so that's one thing I learned from Tennessee. Do you have numbers in mind for yourself or is it just... You know, you do the best you can with whatever opportunities uh, you're given. Yeah, um, I always set the biggest goals for me. Uh, always the biggest goals. I just want to come out here. I want to compete. I want to get better. Uh, I want to get comfortable in the offense. I want Daniel Jones to believe in me. And the only way you do that is you go out there and compete and you make the best of your opportunities when he throws you the ball. So only thing I'm trying to do right now in this training camp and this objective is just get open. You know, show I'm on film that I'm getting open every rep and rep. Or if I don't get open, what do you do the next play? Come back, get open again. So that's what I want to show. And, then, you know, when the games come, that's a whole other different, you know, completely different story. I want to go out there. I want to compete. But I want to show that I belong here and why they draft on it. What's the biggest thing you've learned from some of your veteran receiver guys in, in that room? What's Yeah, uh, you know, it's definitely it's different up here. Um, I think the biggest thing that I learned is they taught me how to get our press coverage. I think that's a big thing because um, you're going to see like a lot of that here, and I didn't really see that a lot in Tennessee. So uh, just going against guys who, you know, seeing press almost every day, you know, I think that's what's making me better. And put, what's, what's the secret? Secret to, to getting off press coverage. <laughs> I'm going to keep that between me. Uh, just, just in case. You did put uh, on some weight, though. From yeah, oh, yes. Yes, yeah, right. sir. Yeah, you know, in Tennessee, I was around 174, 175. Uh, both up to 185, 186, so I feel good about myself right now. Um, and uh, Really, I feel good about the weight I'm at right now, but I kind of want to go up a little more, uh, especially when we get the pads on, So, uh, but I feel comfortable where I'm at. You challenged Darius in, uh, in Paris to run you yet? <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if they want it. I don't know if they want it. I think they're a little Paris told me he's never running yeah, 40 yeah. again. Yeah, I think they're a little afraid, so uh, they're going to keep their numbers that they have, but I don't think they want to do it right now. <laughs> for you. I'm sorry, I just joined. I'm My name's Kim, and I, I cover the team. Um, for you, with, with the players around you, some real veteran players, obviously Waller, um, you know, Saquon's a veteran now, Daniel. Um, how have, has that maybe helped you acclimate where the pressure isn't on you right away, certainly? Uh, you know, for them, uh, I have a lot of respect for them. Um, and what they taught me, and especially this off season, you know, when we're all getting together, uh, all learning the playbook, you know, they just taught me you got to do what you got to do. And you can't worry about anything else. You can't worry about how many balls are getting thrown to you. You can't worry about if you're not getting the ball. Um, they just taught me to get open. You get open every rep. And that's one thing that I took on, you know, into this training camp. And the only thing I want to show to Daniel and the quarterbacks is just I can get open every, every, every time I can step on that, you know, that field. So that's the biggest thing. What did Gro tell you about training camp? Uh... 
you know, grow. He, he always wants the best of all of us. You know, he always wants the best of all of us. But he said the same thing. You know, just take advantage of your opportunities. Um, sometimes you get a lot of opportunities, and sometimes you might not. So, and we have a lot of guys in that room. So obviously they want to see everybody. So you got to take advantage of a crowded receiver room. Were you surprised? It was already a crowded wide receiver room when they signed Beasley. Were you yeah. like, wow, there's another one? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm new up here, so I don't know how all that goes, and you know how you know signing and cutting. I don't know any of that yet. So. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a crowded room. You know, Tennessee, I, you know, we're used to six or seven people. And, you know, I know that once the season hits, it's going to be lower numbers. But um, just seeing everybody, learning everybody. And, uh, you know, like I said, we have a lot of vets. You know, a lot of guys that I look up to, a lot of guys that I seen when I was in high school. And um, just seeing them compete, seeing them how they run their routes, seeing them how they, you know, do their daily habits, I think it, it all rubs off. And I just want to learn from all of them. Speed is something, though, that clearly can set any player apart, including you, right? So how do you – you use your speed on every play, I assume, but do you look, look at it that way, that, that you do have that one gift that, yeah, that um, frankly, some of the receivers just don't? I think a lot of guys, especially up here in the league, you know, a lot of, a lot of people have that God-gifted ability mm -hmm. that, you know, sometimes you can't teach. You know, is it how big they are or how strong they are or how mm -hmm. fast they are? or how they run their route. Sometimes, you know, people can't cut the way out. Some people cut. It's a lot of things that a lot of guys have that, that, that are, you know, gifted, you know, and you can't teach. Um, but, you know, for me, knowing that speed is one of my gifts and, yeah. you know, one of my talents, I try to use that every every play, every right. rep, right. you know, attack them with speed. Because speed, you know, it can it can do a lot of things for you. Mm -hmm. You know, it can make one guy go this way, you go yeah. the other, or you can beat him straight off the line. And it's just a lot of things that you can do with speed, and that's why I want to take advantage of right. it up here. Especially with a team that comes from being last in the league in explosive plays, and that's clearly, you know, a an emphasis this right. time around right. you can't finish last for one yeah, thing exactly. but you certainly have players that will you know make a defense have to make choices yeah, yeah. and that's the biggest thing we want to make it easy for Saquon too you know okay. when they can't load the bots um we have a great running back room uh, with the you know addition of Eric Gray I played with him in Tennessee before he transferred uh but you know we have guys that can run yeah. um, you know kind of cushion, cushion them up for a defense they can't load the bots that much and only that, just knowing that we were last in explosive right. plays or speed or whatever it is, that's right. what that's one to emphasize. That's what we emphasize this year, you know, being the number one, right. you know, attacking with speed, doing whatever we can do. So that's what I want to bring, you know, to the table. And, uh, you know, that's why I want to show them for what they drafted me. And uh, I just can't wait to show them. Has this been your kind of mode of operandi all along? I mean, you're, you're cool, calm, collected, you know, like this doesn't seem too big for you. And yet you also seem to understand you have a lot to learn. Yeah, um, you know. I treat football the same way I was a little kid, you know, like backyard football. You know, I have fun out here. I love this game. Uh, even if I'm winning or losing on the rep, uh, I'm always learning, you know, and only that being a young guy, being a rookie, being 21 years old in the league, and really being the youngest on the, on, on the team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, obviously I have a lot to learn as far as experience, as far as guys seeing vets, how they operate, how they do their daily habits, what they do after football, after practice, what they do before practice. So just seeing all that, seeing and only that, learning them, like learning them, uh, being friends with them, uh, it taught me a lot, and I just can't wait to go out there. You've you grown that little mustache to uh, to look older? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, uh, I'm trying to do something here. I'm trying to do something here, you know. Uh, maybe one day it will come, you know. I, maybe I'll get some goatee or something like you, but uh, we'll see. I, you know, I hope it comes in, you know, next year or two, because uh, I don't want to have a baby face problem. All right, Giants fans, hope that uh, that that interview with Jalen Hyatt conducted with myself and a handful of other uh, Giants media members 
gave you some insight into Hyatt, gave you a feel for for what he's about and what he's going through as he goes through his first NFL training camp and uh, tries to to get ready to help the Giants in in 2023. All right, I mentioned before the break that uh, that pads are coming on on Tuesday and as camp gets more and more physical, we'll see not only uh, we'll get some impressions of, of rookie center John Michael Schmitz, we'll get a better look at at second-year right tackle Evan Neal, who struggled mightily as a rookie but has, has made some stance changes, has lost some weight, has added some muscle mass, looks a lot leaner, looks a lot quicker. He's looked good so far in training camp, but it's hard to judge offensive line play without pads on, so we'll get a, a better look at that. We'll also begin to uh, to get a better look at how the left guard competition, which to this point has included Ben Bredesen, who's also in competition at center with, with Schmitz. The uh, left guard positions included Bredesen, second-year man Josh Azudu. Tyree Phillips has taken some reps as the first-team left guard as well. Uh, we'll, we'll also begin to to get some clarity on things like uh, slot corner where Darnay Holmes and and Cordell Flott appear to be the uh, the leading candidates for that job. Giants have rotated safeties next to uh, Xavier McKinney as well with Dane Belton, Jason Pinnock, Nick McLeod, Bobby McCain getting chances in there. Uh, Inside linebacker next to Bobby Okereke. Most of those reps have gone to Darian Beavers, but Micah McFadden is also getting some of those. So, so those are all areas where there is intense competition on the Giants roster. Also, as we've said previously, there's a lot of competition for wide receiver spots on this roster, and we'll see how all of that plays out. So a lot going on this week as your New York Giants head into uh, – into another week of training camp and I will be there on uh, on Monday and Tuesday this week also probably a few days later in the week I'm not exactly sure which days I'm going to be able to attend later in the week but uh, please check Big Blue View for for all of your your training camp updates analysis opinion uh, live updates from training camp during practice each day so we're doing everything we can to to give you guys everything that you need to follow the Giants through training camp. So so please do that, and and please remember to uh, to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio here, both my show and the the work that uh, that Chris Flum and Nick Filato do as well. So Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Please stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.